0: Welcome, my friend, to another episode. Hey, before we get started, I want you to picture this. Your best caregiver self. What would it look like? Imagine living your caregiver journey with vitality and joy. It might seem like a distant dream right now, but you know what? It is entirely within your reach. When you craft a personalized path focused on quality care, And your well-being, the impossible becomes possible. That's what the Empowerful Caregiver School is all about. You'll receive daily video lessons, a robust journaling workbook packed with practical strategies and reflective questions guiding you towards growth and empowerment as a caregiver. Plus, you'll be part of a supportive community in our private Facebook group and join us for biweekly group coaching sessions. Let's rewrite your caregiver story together. Join Empowerful Caregiver School today and start thriving. Click on the link in the show notes or go right out to my website at KathyLvan.com forward slash Empowerful to learn. Okay, let's jump into to today's lesson. Well, hello there again, and welcome back to the Caregiver Cup podcast. It's Kathy here. I can't tell you how much it means to me to listen because you know what? This month will be the one year anniversary of this podcast. Yes, one year old, one year ago. Actually, on October 20th, I started my very first podcast, and my goal at that time was to share my experiences as a caregiver and the information that I was learning and sharing it with other women who were in the same situation as I was, and it still is that today. We are a community of podcast listeners. We're small, but we're slowly growing each and every week. And so, if you ever have thoughts or ideas or want to share your story, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at Kathy Lynn Van, and that's Kathy with a C, or on my Facebook page called The Caregiver Cup. So let's move into today because I want to talk about morning habits or morning routines. Do you have a routine that you follow that works for you? A morning routine or a ritual or a habit can be key in reducing your stress or releasing that caregiver overwhelm. That stress or anxiety you get in this caregiving situation or in your caregiving journey can be very difficult. But please don't don't stop the button and stop listening because I want to tell you, it doesn't have to be something you hate or you don't want to do in the morning. And if you're not a runner, if you don't want to go to the gym or you don't want to work out, it's not all about that. Obviously, those things are really good for you, but in your caregiving situation or in the season that you're in, it might not work right now. The goal of your morning habit varies depending on you, like I said, in your situation, your journey that you're in, how much time your loved one needs, but you still need to think about what could be the benefits of of incorporating a routine into your morning, even if it's a small little bit of time. For me, I learned over the past few months, it's time for me in the morning to set my mindset in a positive way. It's time for me to be by myself and it's before anything else starts. Don't wanna check my phone, don't wanna look at my emails I just want to go ahead and put my podcast in, go for a walk. The dogs love it, so we go for a walk in the morning, and I just kind of have that time to myself. For others, though, it may be the only time they can get their physical exercise in, or maybe you're training for a 5K or a 10K, or you just love to go to your yoga class, and that's the only time that you can go. For others, though, it may not be time for physical activity. You might, you might use the time to pray or to meditate or to journal, and those are so powerful to go ahead and do. Others, it may be just 15 to, to 20 minutes, maybe even 30 minutes, where they just sit with themselves and wake up. Why do I bring up mornings? Because... And why is there, there's a lot of studies and science that says, that you start your day with intention. Or if you don't start your day with intention, you don't have any base to go ahead and build on. Think about a foundation of a building. You need a strong foundation to hold up the house or the building that it's going to be on. Same applies for you. You need to have a set foundation so that you can go ahead and have a positive day. When I say intention, it, the worst thing that happens to me is when I look at my phone or look at my social media or let that bing or that sound or that light to wake me up and saying, oh my gosh, somebody else is texting me or somebody else is posting something and I go out and look, I lose minutes and hours each and every day because of it. But think about the negative side. Think about when you don't, when you forget to set your alarm and you're in a panic state and then you have to go ahead and race to get ready and to go. Or if you have young children, the kids wake you up and you don't have any time for yourself. Or your normal routine is to get up at a specific time and you do your morning routine. Well, today you can't because your loved one needs to be at a very early doctor's appointment. You find yourself scrambling. Maybe you don't eat well. Maybe you throw on something and you don't pack anything with you. You know, think about how that makes you feel. Or your loved one is calling you and you're still in bed or you're, or you're trying to catch up with the morning. The whole day just goes to, I'm just going to be blood knots, the whole day goes to crap. You kind of build upon that. But when you set intention and purpose in the morning by getting up a little bit earlier and having a plan and you purposely try to eliminate any stressors right away in the morning, you can go ahead and have more of a pleasant day. But maybe you're still not convinced yet, right? Well, let me share with you seven ways to create a spiritual morning routine. And first of all, spiritual does not mean prayer all the time. It does not mean meditating all the time. Spiritual just means what works for you to go ahead and set intention for your morning. This may be just what you need right now in your caregiver season. And I'm gonna refer to the seven ways from a blog article from, her name is Jasmine Kisneros. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's C-I-S-N-E-R-O-S. And I found this online. She says, going through life without a spiritual routine is a lack of self-care there must be routine to follow that allows you to stay balanced and she's talking about mentally emotionally and physically and i've really really have experienced this myself from the both sides of the fence what you do first thing in the morning can set the tone for the rest of it, your day you can have a, a routine or a spiritual practice you follow for more inspiration and You can have one that you follow that you're just more productive or both. And she talks about it can be just 15 minutes in the morning. So it's not like you have to get up if you don't want to, you know, an hour or two hours before. Now, I can tell you that's worked for me, but 15 minutes earlier in the morning, one way is just wake up 15 minutes earlier and meditate. When you lay down and focus on your breath without any interruptions, you feel a sense of peace and an inner, inner calm. You don't feel overwhelmed with all the racing thoughts that pop up in your head when you wake up. Instead, you experience stillness as a focus on your med- meditation exercise. And so that's the very first thing you do. But let's say you're having a tr- have, have problems meditating. You want to look at, there's tons of YouTube videos that if you go search morning meditation, there's actually guided meditations that you can do, meaning somebody actually tells you to think about something, tells you how to to work through it. Because for me, when I meditate, I sometimes go off in la-la land, which is not a bad thing, but I can start thinking about my day and that can cause more harm than good. Your days may be chaotic, and you may not have time for a break later in the day. This may be your only break, and that is to go ahead and just lay there and meditate for 15 minutes, or lay there and, and go through and exercise for 15 minutes of a morning meditation that you find on YouTube. But this routine all allows you to experience that sense of peace, inner peace, before anything else starts. Well, guess what number two is? And if you followed me any length of time, I use this one, and that's gratitude and journaling gratitude. Writing out what you're grateful for can shift your mind into a positive mindset. Thinking about just taking 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it would be. Uh, you go go from thinking about what you don't have in your life or the negativity to Training your brain how to focus on the things that you're grateful for, the abundance mindset that shifts when you're in this situation is so important. And if you've followed me at all, I do this on a daily basis a daily practice i've had already had in my 4 year 4 plus years of caregiving i have 16 journals that i use religiously and and maybe some days i don't feel like doing a lot at least i journal five things i'm grateful for and at least it gets me started for the day number 3 though of of another way for a morning habit is moving your body a simple morning walk or yoga, or stretching in the morning can be all that you need. I found a morning walk to be so beneficial for me. And um, there are days when I don't have anything in my ear listening to it, and I just walk in nature. There are days where I will go ahead and listen to an inspirational podcast or music that gets me going. There's something about going outside too, and breathing in the fresh air into your lungs, or having that morning sun, Sunlight beating on your face—that helps me wake up. Now I live in Green Bay, Wisconsin, so it's going to get colder out too. So I'm going to have to go ahead and experiment. But I think there's something powerful about um, moving your body and finding ways to do that. And you have to find what works best for you. For some people, they don't like to walk. For some people, they like to bike. Or for some people. They want to go ahead and jump on their gym equipment in their house. Whatever works for you and play with it because that's the big thing. Number four is going back to the gratitude journaling, but this is journaling just for writing. You'll discover some true self reflections when you write. The first thing you can do when you wake up in the morning is grab your journal. Have it by your nightstand. Have it by your coffee pot. Write whatever comes to your mind. You can write about your dreams or your messages in your dreams that have happened. Even think about writing out your your experiences that you are in when it comes to caregiving. The good days, the bad days, the challenges, the struggles, the aha moments, you can go ahead and write those in. Some days you'll have a lot to write about and some days you may not have a lot to write about. But think about how powerful that will be when you're when this season is coming to a close and you can go back and reflect on it. Don't lose sight about the fact too, you can do affirmations. I am, statements or you can go ahead and help your your mindset shift as well. Another one is just the simple but powerful and enjoyable thing of reading. No phones no distractions. Find a nook or a corner or a place where you can go ahead and read for pleasure, read for inspiration, read something uplifting, read something positive. There are so many books on self-help and words of encouragement. Anything that is is beneficial for you right now will help. Anything that's pure enjoyment will help. Anything that gets you you know, escapes you from reality may help a little bit too. Remember, you want to go ahead and, and and enjoy those first 15 to 20 minutes of the day. That may be the only time you get to go ahead and read something. This choice is yours, but make sure it is something that uh, you, you can find that will help you and help you um, with your inner, inner peace. Number six, oh my gosh, I do this every day because my dad is military, my mom is very structured, and she has taught me the importance of making your bed. And it is your sanctuary. It is the place where you should be able to come back to at the end of your day and be able to go ahead and feel some comfort and having a nice made-up bed, but also think about the concept, too, of cleaning and doing something in the morning. For a lot of us, cleaning is a form of therapy. Whenever your your external world is clean and organized and neat and tidy, your mind tends to be that way. There's nothing uh, worse than coming home to a dirty home after an appointment or dishes in the sink or whatever it would be. Now, we're going to have that, but your physical space can impact your mind. On the flip side, I find sometimes morning cleaning is my moving my body And it allows me not to touch my phone and all the external things. If I just go ahead and put some earbuds in or listen to some inspirational music, once in a while I'll find that scrubbing my kitchen floor on my hands and knees is the perfect way to go ahead and enjoy the day or vacuuming with my earbuds on and playing my 80s music and singing out loud, you know, whatever it would be before before you start your day, make your bed. Maybe pick up some things around the house. Maybe that's your routine. Or maybe you pick one day a week that you do that. And 15 to 20 minutes, there's a lot of things that you can kind of get picked up and done in those 15 to 20 minutes. Okay, the last one from this gal here, she says, make time for nothing. And I absolutely love this because we're living in, as caregivers, we're living in such a high stress and a high overwhelm time of our life right now. Sometimes you just need to sit and do nothing. I used to call it downtime. Now I love this. Make time for nothing. We are always occupied with the pressures and the responsibilities that we never really have time for ourselves. We never have time to let be alone and and just let our minds just do whatever it wants to. We, if we immerse ourselves in this kind of routine unconsciously, we will, will inevitably, will lose sight of our true self and our true happiness. Sometimes we just have to sit. I found that if, I, if I'm totally stressed and overwhelmed, I can't do anything anyway. So th- sometimes you just need to sit with yourself. Maybe you have a favorite chair or maybe you have a, a favorite spot that you sit outside in. It is something you must actively make time to do. You can't think clearly when your mind is cluttered and noisy and frustrated and challenged. Too many distractions and you lose sight of what's important. And that truly is you. Make time for nothing. Your soul will thank you for it. And count count me in because I'm going to do this. And I have to tell you, I've never really thought about this this way. And, and, and it really excites me. So those are the seven ways for you to go ahead and think about your spiritual routine. And each one of us is different and you have to find what works for you. It may take you months to go ahead and figure it out, but just 15 minutes, think about it. 15 minutes in the morning can set the stage for your for a better day for yourself you may not have tons of time right now and that's okay 15 minutes 20 minutes instead of getting up at 7am set your time you set your watch or your alarm for 6:45am and saying you know what i am just going to stretch tomorrow morning and play some inspirational music and see what that does for you a better inner peace can help you with your overwhelm and your stress. So that's all I have for you today, but I think this will really go ahead and give you some food for thought to having those better days going forward. As always, enjoy the rest of your day and let me know what you choose as your 15-minute spiritual habit in the morning or what you're going to try. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.